Teen Time Present Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. The planet Mercury is the closest planet to our own sun. It is a mere 58 million kilometers from the sun, and that should make it a very hot planet, right? Well, yes and no. In new reports from the space agency NASA, it looks like there are definite pockets of ice on Mercury, even though it is so close to the sun. The planet has some very deep craters in it, and at the poles of the planet, where the sun doesn't shine, it does get extremely cold, probably down to around minus 200 Celsius. It also seems that there is ice on the planet too. That is what readings seem to suggest from the passing messenger spacecraft. But we'll probably never know for sure if there really is water on the closest planet to the sun, as we may never land there to find out. But if there is ice or water there, even if it is deep down in craters, then it does make the possibility of finding more ice on even more distant planets even more likely. The old story of Pinocchio was about a small boy who, whenever he told a lie, his nose got bigger. It, of course, was just a story, but there could be a tiny amount of truth in it too. Researchers in the Caribbean have found that although our noses don't get longer when we tell a lie, they might just get a fraction warmer. It appears to be connected with a part of the brain which is responsible for how we feel. So if those feelings are real, then nothing happens. However, if those feelings are not real, like when we're lying, then for some reason there is a tiny increase in temperature in parts of our face, and our noses in particular. It also seems that our faces cool a little when we are putting in a lot of mental effort about something. However, this is still very early days in this research, and it's hard to say if the results are the same in everyone, but it sounds a really interesting new study. And that's the truth. Or is it a lie? Maybe I should check my nose to find out. How would you like to eat bread that is two months old? It doesn't sound very appetizing, does it? Of course, like all fresh food, the longer you leave it, the less tasty it becomes. However, that leads to a lot of wasted food if it doesn't get sold before the best before date. So a company in Texas has developed a technique that keeps bread fresh a lot longer than normal. In fact, they claim that the bread will last up to two months and still be okay to eat. The process involves microwaving the bread at the same stage when organisms might be growing that would make it go bad. I'm sure it would be very useful in parts of the world where you couldn't get supplies easily, but I still don't think I would enjoy eating two-month-old bread. In Hong Kong, there is only a couple of hours difference between the length of days in summer than in winter. However, the nearer the poles you get, the more extreme the difference is. In parts of Scandinavia at the moment, winter days are very short and the dark nights very long. 
because daylight might only last a few hours per day, some people can find it quite depressing. So in Sweden, authorities are trying out a new type of lighting at bus stops. It is a simulated daylight, so that when you are waiting for your bus on a dark afternoon, the simulated daylight at the bus stop is supposed to cheer you up. The lighting is different to ordinary lighting and has a warm summer day type feel to it, and apparently does make waiting for the bus a bit more cheery. However, I expect that sentiment goes quite quickly if you have to wait a long time for the bus. Meanwhile, up on the International Space Station, there is a bit of a lighting problem too. Astronauts are not getting enough sleep, and some experts think that that is down to the type of fluorescent lighting that is on board. And although one bad night's sleep is not a problem, if it does go on for days or weeks, then the life and work of the astronaut will be adversely affected. So what the space agency NASA is planning to do is change the type of light bulbs where the astronauts work and sleep. To a more warm type LED light, they would provide white light during work hours, then a slightly blue light first thing in the morning, and light with a red tinge at night or whenever the astronauts need to sleep. Unfortunately, the astronauts won't be getting the new lights for another two or three years, and so I just hope that they can get a good night's sleep in the meantime. And that's it for the Teen Time Science Blog for another week. I'm Neil Chase, and I'll be back again next week with more from the science world. <laughs>